0: That's Arthi, that's Noor, and you're listening to The Reality Is. Hey, Arthi, would you get fillers? I would not. I would get Reiki
1: and energy from the <laughs> earth to move up my body into my cheeks and really smoothen my lines. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I totally would. I would not get fillers because I don't want wonky face. I don't want a Kardashian face.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what a what a show! What a show! We are talking about "Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives" episode four, and it was so fun. Was- I I was cracking up this episode. I think this is the most I've laughed watching this show. Like, I feel like this was a legitimately really good episode. Yeah.
1: No, I laughed, I laughed throughout all of these episodes and it it's it just such a refreshing take coming from watching all of the other housewife shows on Bravo, getting all worked up about their fights and everything. And then you come to this one and it's like so innocent. It's yeah, so they nice. like resolve it right away. They resolved it right away. They went and which means that they probably brush it under the rug. It's going to come back later. But <laughs> in very typical Daisy form. They didn't want to address it in public. So they just swept it under the rug and said, let's resolve this quickly. Plus, everybody wanted to go to Dubai or or to Doha. And they were like, what if the fight keeps going on and I I don't get to go to Doha? Yeah. And
0: also they keep calling it Doha. Doha. It's Doha. Doha. But they call it Doha. I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) It's like you guys know how to say the soft D. Yeah. I understand like, you know, David Beckham saying Doha. Yeah. But you guys know how to say Doha, like Yeah, Stop it. Yeah. And by the way, Neelam, Doha is not a village. Doha is very nice. My friend lives there. She's always posting stuff about it. Yeah. And it is really nice. Yeah, I don't But, know. you know, it's like all the other Gulf countries where it's just like fake. I guess we'll see. It later. Yeah. But I think compared
1: to Dubai, you would say Doha is, you know not as well off or yeah not as yeah. fancy and not the the, uh, the go-to place for everything but it's still awesome
0: <laughs> yeah it is it is so we open up this episode with bhavna and seema and the girls going to lunch yes. to deal with these issues and it basically gets resolved by bhavna being like i'm sorry if i made you feel this way and seema is like and i'm sorry if i made you feel this way and they're like okay and then they move on to talking about fillers, yes. and Elam says that she wants fillers, and Bhavna tells us that she does a type of reiki. Yeah, and we get to meet that reiki person in a little bit. But, uh, but it was that moment so when funny. Seema
1: says, "Can I go back to making fun of you again?"
0: I loved <laughs> I it. Love yes, that. I, I think was like, she "Yeah," it's
1: a very real person, and I think Bhavna takes her role as an auntie very seriously. So she yes. doesn't like Asima has probably has a messy life because yep. of her marriage and because of how she lives and all of that. And Bhavna does not approve of it or thinks it is self-inflicted pain. And yes. she doesn't want to be bothered with it. So she you know, dismisses Sima and Sima notices that, feels that and doesn't like it. So there is yeah. like this underlying tension of your family. And so I have to tolerate you, but at the same time I don't want to really hear your complaints and your problems because they're never ending.
0: Well I think what's really interesting is like Chunky is really silly. Yeah. And I think Sima is silly too. And I don't understand that how Bhavna doesn't think that chunky is annoying but she probably thinks that seema maybe is she
1: finds it to be too much that she has maybe. to deal with chunky and his silliness anyways and now the entire family behaves this way but
0: you know, <laughs> you know welcome know. to my family that's what my family's like i'm pretty sure that's how my sister-in-law feels right <laughs> like she deals with my brother but she does not deal with the rest of us yes
1: <laughs> But it, it I could feel in that moment when she was like, when you guys, when I don't take a stance, you tell me that I am sitting on the fence and I'm not taking a stance. And when I, when I do defend myself and take a stance, then you don't like it. So yeah. I see Bhavna's point of view as well, that you want to hear from my point of view or not? You don't give me that. Yeah. And, you know, and Seema is like me. She keeps interrupting Bhavna. <laughs> Bhavna like you're like, shut up. I am not done yet. <laughs> oh, you're not? no I'm not done yet
0: <laughs> but
1: I think there there is an underlying tension that uh, may or may not lead to something the problem with these relationship is that they are all such public figures that if there was a tension it would get into the blogs and it would get into the you know it would impact them permanently it's, it that is the other thing that our, our Staciess do is that we sweep it under the rug until it can the rug can hold it no more and then it comes out and that is the end of the relationship there's no repairing that relationship it's like
0: yeah it's very multiple, un, very very healthy mul- yeah
1: multiple generations not talking to each other
0: <laughs> yes correct correct yeah we go and in- to maheep's house and she's having a lunch for john b kapoor and her kids and now john b kapoor is the guy Arjun who came calling Maheep an asshole earlier is his half sister yes and he looks so much
1: younger she's supposed to be in her 20s but she looked like a 14 year old
0: they all oh really they
1: all look young to me like younger than I expect them to look but she's already acting right she's like 24 or
0: something correct I think so I think she's in her early 20s or something but I think it's also because I don't know I feel like yeah maybe it's weird because either i feel like people in their 20s either look extremely old or they look extremely young yeah it's like never their age i don't know but the thing i found really interesting is that Mahip is talking about janvi and her own daughter shania and she's like you know they're earning at her age she's so young and she's earning whereas there's so many other girls who are still living under their parents i'm like earning at her age it's called fucking nepotism like it's not like she got her job because she just worked really hard it's because she's Sri Devi's fucking daughter yes like
1: first of all she doesn't (laughs) need to earn at all she has a ton of money yeah but she's working because she has been given a hand she's born in royalty so she's gone she's gotten the job through that okay so she, she might have done a little bit of internship to get that job but it's not hard when you are a celebrity's kid in India to do anything of that sort and get that. Not that we are dismissing them as not being hardworking. They may all be hardworking, but the way they got their breaks in the industry is because of their parents or their grandparents or the name or whatever. Right. So it's not if there are other kids who are trying to become actors and uh, they are not going to be able to cut it and get in yeah overnight
0: like that it's kind of like if kyle Richards. like every time kyle talks about her daughters being like the best realtors in southern california exactly well okay they work for their dad yeah. like this is not that impressive it's not that impressive and it's actually extremely toned up i don't know i was like mahip i really like you but like please check yourself because <laughs> that was really stupid um they yeah they're planning a trip to go to doha <laughs> And then they're going, we see two sort of parallel scenes where Neelam is going to get her fillers for the first time and Bhavna is going to get her energy facelift.
1: That was so well edited. Like even even from the, so good. the deco, the people that they were talking to and how they were talking about it. It was so, so... it was so
0: well done yeah (laughs) it was so well done seema i love seema seema says uh that she doesn't like fillers because everybody just looks crazy with fillers and i agree the other thing is you know what fillers are right yeah they're just it's just fat yeah they're just putting fat into your face i'm like i've got plenty of that i don't need more of that
1: no no thank you they just put it in different places so they can move the fat around (laughs) yeah so I wrote
0: down I wrote down what what Pavna's energy facelift person says. Yeah. She says it's a facelift from a molecular cellular level so it's not just hogwash. <laughs> and then she says, "When I place my hands on your body, I am calling on various energies from the quantum field." Yes. <laughs> she used all the buzzwords. <laughs> And it's like I totally know this because, like, if I was, like, a daisy person, like, I don't know. why. Are you
1: kidding me? Quantum?
0: Yeah. We're like, okay, done. Done. Sold. Here's my money. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because it's like there's already in the subculture, like, in the South Asian culture, there's such a distrust of medicine that, like, they'll take any opportunity to waste their money on things that are not tested. Yeah. Not proven as fact, but just make somebody feel nice. Yeah, so they do this stuff. But you know what? Let me tell. you Let me tell you what. I would totally go to this.
1: <laughs> it's harmless. You know why? It's harmless. You pay money. Yeah, she puts her hand on you, and you you go into. It's like meditation. You go into a little nap, and then you wake up, and you feel refreshed, and you think it's all because of all of that, right? So you, then you feel good about it. So. At the end of the day, it makes you feel good. Like Bhavna said, it makes her feel good. It makes her yeah. feel confident. And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter whether it works or not. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But at the end of the day, she feels good.
0: Yeah. And then Maheep says, you know, I like it because Bhavna's going to go. She wants to make her face look nice. Make it look chakachak. <laughs> And then she's like, it's okay. The audience can see it and they can tell us that from the beginning <laughs> of the season to the end of the season, if Bhavna's face got that much better. I will say, I think what the lady was doing was sort of um, what you do when you do a lymphatic massage. Yeah. So, I, you know, she she's doing kind of the same motions as a lymphatic drain, but there's no actual massaging happening. She's just holding her face. And I was like, this looks so relaxing. Yeah. Like, I want to lay down and have somebody hold my face gently. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I in that moment when she was saying uh, when Maheep said all of that is when I was like all in with Maheep. I was like, I think I like this woman a lot.
0: It was hilarious. It was so funny. She
1: is. And she is so, and she was so good with it because she did not judge it. She didn't make a comment about it. She just said the audience can tell whether it works or not. I'm not going to say anything.
0: <laughs> it was great. Uh, they do meet up afterwards and Neelam says yeah, I think, uh, you know, Bhavna's pigmentation has become less. I was like, are you saying that she got fairer? Yeah. So, the. Before, this is such bullshit. Yeah. So,
1: so, the other thing that I liked about Mahi before we move on is that during when they were trying to make up from the fight, Maheep would yeah. wanted them to have a fight. She was so oh, yeah. disappointed. <laughs> that was so hilarious. She's like, what? That's it? No physical fight? What is it? There? She's like, I'm already bored with this lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she was like Karan. Yeah. She was like, "This isn't what we expected. We did not make." And you know, in the previews, it shows that Karan pops up again. So I think just as things start to like get better and they get to have fun, Karan's gonna pop up again and be like, "Aren't you guys mad at each other?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, they are. Then we see Seema at her home, and her son Nirvan comes home, mm-hmm. and they very casually mention that Gauri auntie is having a party. Yeah. And Gauri, auntie, Gauri is Gauri Khan, and she is the wife of the biggest actor yeah. in, in Bollywood yeah. named Shahrukh Khan. And I do think it's really funny that Seema's trying to make a big deal of it. She's like, oh, it's red carpet, red carpet. And her son and her nephew, Arhan, are like... um. This is really stupid because these are our family friends. Yeah. Like we know all these people. Yeah. We grew up with them. And she keeps trying to get them to wear tuxes and stuff. And they keep saying, No, I thought I could wear like jeans and a denim jacket and blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, Arhan and Nirvan's the most famous uncle yeah. from their family, actually dresses like shit. Yeah. Like he doesn't dress well. Yeah. He, if he could, he would show up at an event in dress pants, no shirt, and a blazer. Right. Like he's not, he's not a classy guy. No.
1: And he doesn't like shirts. He likes he likes no. to have his chest out.
0: <laughs> yeah. What it? He's the shirtless wonder, right? Wonder. That's what they do. The shirtless wonder. <laughs> like if he was gonna be in a movie, he had to remove his blouse. Yeah. Like he was not going no. to be no blouse. <laughs> uh Then we see. Oh, and then I guess yeah, we do find out that. They have apart houses across the street from each other. These uh, live right
1: across from each other. So Hale and Seema live yeah. right across from each other. But the son, I guess he lives with the dad when he visits and he just comes over to sleep or spends a lot of time <laughs> in the other house. I don't know what that was yeah. about, but he's like, I'll come home, I'll be here. And she's like, No, spend some time with me. I thought it, the way they presented that was pretty, um, it was pretty interesting for for South Asia and for Indian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was like really very nice. Mature about it. And It's a matter of fact. Yes. You live across. Your dad lives across. We are separated, and but we are still a family, and the children seem to be okay with it. And I thought that was a very healthy way of showing a family, split family like that, and not not making it look like it was something terrible and sad and yeah. horrible.
0: Yeah. It's like very casual. The way they even show, like you know, Malika is like you know married to, or she was married to somebody, and and she's she's no longer married to that and person, and now somebody. she's dating somebody twelve years younger right. than her. Right.
1: And I like the fact that he's approached that is presented as a almost a sidebar, not the real story. Yes, I exactly. like that. I appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. It's that. Not made into a bigger deal than it is.
0: There's no masala no. added on to a because divorce. It's, really it's just like not,
1: yeah. It's truly, in reality, it's not, but it's made out to be like that. So I like that. I like that um, aspect of just showing it as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah. The other thing I want to note note about them is that they're all eaters, and I appreciate that. They actually show them eating, which is really nice. Yes. And I'm always like, I want somebody to serve me food. (laughs) Well, Mahip loves to do that. Yeah, that's true. She, she did make nurturer. some sort of food. She's a nurturer. That is the other
1: thing. I, I kind of started um, identifying myself with her.
0: She does make food and they show very dramatically the food that she's made. It's just like pasta and vegetables and a chicken. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Even Mahit, she's like, she didn't really make it. And Rekha's like, I Like, you know that Rekha made it. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy uh. to see Reika
1: again. I want more Reika.
0: More Reika, please. Yeah. Please, more Reika. But speaking of husbands, Neelam and the ladies are going together. To getting together to have dinner with the husbands, which I really love because I do love the husbands. But we find out that Neelam's husband Samir. is like a real—he's like a real sourpuss. Yes, he's—he's
1: he, he's he, a grumpy goose. Yeah, my husband's like that. He—he he doesn't <laughs> know how to do small talk. He hates it. Doesn't want to do it. He admits it later on, right? That he's like, if I—I I yeah. wish I had that power. I just don't know. Yeah. I would be elsewhere if I had that capability of making small talk, being social, then I would not be doing what I'm doing right now. I would be somewhere else. I would be in a better place.
0: Yeah, that made me really sad for Neelan because she's like such a lively, happy, fun-loving person. And her husband seems like such a – Yeah. I mean, in some way, it makes me feel like sad for him. I appreciate the self-awareness of being like, I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to leave. But then it also makes me feel sad I for long. I
1: think he is. Uh, he he seems to be very well educated. Knows his words. You know, he started saying, "I'm your your royalty. I'm a plebeian." And he talks, it's words that normally you don't use in a normal conversation. And he even talks about when they're talking about milk later, he talks about it as it's 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 a compliment because you're saying that you would be attracted. It doesn't mean anything. And the way he talks about it, the words he uses, it makes him, I feel like he's more of an intellectual introvert. And he just happens to be in this industry and he doesn't know how to navigate it other than with his technical capabilities. And he doesn't quite know how to navigate it socially.
0: Yeah, which I feel like actually, I think that in an industry like acting, where you are put in the limelight a lot, it probably, it really helps to be a little bit of an introvert to just sort of protect yourself. Because you don't want the whole world to know, like... Even look at, like, freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, how much does anybody even know about him? But he's at
1: least in the public eye. He's dating all the time. And he, you know, whatever. Yeah, but
0: even when he's dating, it's like he's it's, not like other people that are dating. Right. It's
1: one thing to be private, but another thing to have it as... I feel like Samir is not really... Um, private he just has this inability to do small talk and that actually feels crippling to him because he's not able to he couldn't sit did you see how he was making small talk he seemed to be comfortable then all of a sudden he started fidgeting and I think that's that's sad for Neelam but I think if you understand that that's how with my husband that's the same thing he gets anxious about meeting folks and have being in an environment he loves doing anything professionally he is the most confident person there, But when it comes to mm-hmm. his social situations and parties and meeting people and all of that, that causes him anxiety because he doesn't know what to talk about. Like he doesn't find most of the conversation interesting and he gets yeah. bored easily and he doesn't want to be rude. So he doesn't even want to show up there. He has to really try very hard to keep his attention you know attention because what he would like is something completely different yeah he's a more of a documentary kind of person than a real housewife so it would be hard for him right
0: oh i see it's
1: extreme that he would not know how to behave so he avoids social situations so most of my friends understand that so when i i show up without him or he comes but he comes only for a short time they understand that's a that's a form of anxiety and he's just leaving so that's i looked at him and i was like this is exactly what i have to do with my husband is i have to prep him for a party. I have to let him know he needs to know the time, who's going to be there, how long we're going to be there, everything in advance. And then he preps himself to go there. Mm. So it's kind. it can be pretty exhausting if you have to do that a lot.
0: Yeah. And I think that in the previews, it looks like it does get exhausting because she gets really sad about it.
1: No. So I, I have a feeling there was a lot of editing that that's not what she said about Drama?
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I got really excited. I was like, oh, Neelam's marriage is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like it's not they seem perfectly they normal seem but I know I, I, I,
1: I thought I, I, that relationship looks so cute they were so uh, she was so understanding but then they go out for lunch, uh, for the dinner
0: yeah you know it's so interesting because like just going back to the topic of like how people can be have like bad social skills like it's so funny because like my brother is like that like so one of my brothers is like the friggin he loves all the attention my oldest brother but the other one He's, like, one of the funniest people. And if you – look, I mean, Artie, if you've listened to Raju Banya podcast, like, my brother is legit a hilarious person. But he is one of those people that, like, doesn't know how to quite introduce himself and he gets really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. around certain groups. But when he's with his people, he is, like, the center of the universe. Like, he is so funny and he captivates people and he's hilarious and he's so good at these things. But – that's only around people that he's really exactly. is
1: like that too. He will he is super. He becomes a life of the party with people that he's super comfortable with.
0: People yeah, that
1: hes known for a long time that he, that have known him, that he's gone through some shit with his college buddies or with his family and cousins he's super the center of attention it's it's the office parties and it's people that he doesn't meet often
0: that he has yeah. to
1: now be make small talk with that's that's the part that he finds very hard to do
0: i kind of got it though cuz when he says he hates small talk like i get that yeah. cuz i hate small talk
1: i wouldn't have thought that about you
0: no oh my god i absolutely hate small talk and as i've gotten older yeah. because i am an extrovert i am mm-hmm. I I don't have a problem public speaking. I don't mind attention on myself. I don't mind talking to strangers. I'm very assertive. Like, yes, I'm on textbook. I am an extrovert. But I don't know if it's just because I've been home for a year or if it's just that I'm like getting older and I have less patience for things. But the more, I guess the more confident I grow in myself, Mm -hmm. the less I want to deal with other people. So I'm really big on like, my capacity for close friendships is really at cap. Like I do not have space in my life for new friends and I do not have space in my life for small talk. And the reason why is because my time is so limited between my kids and my job mm-hmm. and everything else mm-hmm. that I'm like, mm, I don't really want to talk to you unless you're like, unless I really care about you. Yeah. And it's re- and at this point in my life, I mostly know all the people that I care about. And if I choose to, this is for you, Arthi, you better listen <laughs> to this loud and clear. If I choose to spend time talking to you, it's because I truly, truly care and, like, because it truly brings Aww. me joy and I really love it. Like, that's why I love to podcast and, like, that's what that's why I'm talking to all the people who listen to us, too. Like, that means that I really care Aww. because I don't do this with everybody, Aww. especially now. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. I don't want to even at, like, the grocery store when the checkout person tries to talk to me, I'm like, can you not? Yes. Like – i don't have time for this yeah we're not friends i like to do something called blop which stands for it's b w a p uh-huh. it stands for bitch we ain't pals <laughs> so if somebody tries to talk to me <laughs> if somebody tries to talk to me i just blop them <laughs> like blop <BWAP>. don't <laughs> no well, i'm not so talking cool, to you right but now i'm
1: gonna use it but that's so true because i i was I've always been an extrovert that has been talking to everybody. And I'm still like that to some extent. But I have have found myself being annoyed with people. I don't want to be around people. Today, I had an office party. I didn't want to do that. I don't want to interact with people other than the people that I choose to interact with. And I think you are onto something. It's like when you get comfortable in your own skin, you pick and choose what excites you, what interests you then that's all you want to do at at a certain point because you don't have enough time to spread out for frivolous stuff. So you just yeah. want to do what you love to do and get as much out of it as possible because you don't you don't have time for anything else. We don't have time for that. So yeah, and
0: I think it's tough probably for Samir just like thinking about the culture mm-hmm. because culturally speaking we have a lot of obligations that you just have to do. Exactly. You just like like my parents if they get invited to a dinner or a wedding they literally do not know how to decline the invitation right. like the reason why we have 600 people at our weddings is not because all of those people really want to be at the wedding it's because somebody sent them an invitation and they said chalo jana to Yeah, like we just don't know how to say no yes. they don't think about like you know there's uh-uh. no polite there's no politely declining if you get an invitation you must attend
1: and if you did not attend yeah. then people do get ho- the in, um people do get offended and if you so um, offended yeah and if they invite you to their house which they do often you you better invite yeah. them back because then they get offended yes. they get offended if you don't show up they get offended if you show up and leave early they get offended <laughs> if you show up and do not eat they show uh, they get offended <laughs> if you do not do everything that they wanted you to do, and then they get offended if you do not invite them back. So, the we re- so Kirti just says they're going to get offended anyway, and he doesn't want to go to the- everyone's house. So, I am turning more into him now where I don't want to talk to anybody either. So, it's like yeah. working out fine for now because at one point it was very hard because I wanted to socialize a lot, and he did, not and he I would drag him everywhere but now I'm yeah. like I don't want to t- I barely want to talk to him so it's like okay I just I just want to sit by myself and watch my shows and talk about my shows with you and that's all I want to do
0: yeah my, my husband was definitely less social than me like I was definitely a lot more social growing up and then just the environment that I grew up in was a lot more like hosting people right. all the time my parents always had people over and everything like that my husband didn't really start to even become more confident in his like social skills until he was in college mm-hmm. but He is definitely becoming more of a social butterfly than me. And I but he's also doing the obligation things. Mm -hmm. Like he is a social butterfly based on the obligation that is like very much ingrained in his Daisy psyche. We're like, Oh, you know, we have to somebody so and so had us over at their house. Now we have to have them over at our house. And I'm like, No, we don't. Yeah. I didn't really want to go to their house in the first place. Like whereas he's like no then it looks bad or whatever or like well, there's a park right behind my house yeah. so if we ever have a play date with my kids and mind you we're in a pandemic yeah. so like there's no obligation for anybody to come to my right. house but like, we'll be at the park and he'll be like so like after the park like should i like take food over there i'm like you don't need to yeah. feed them the kids are meeting at the park and he's like no but then it looks bad like he's always concerned about that and as we get older, he's becoming more and more concerned about those sort of social <laughs> races. And I'm becoming more and more like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And I'm not doing this for anybody. Right.
1: So I, I can understand where something is coming from. And I can understand where where Anilam's coming from too. But I I thought they had a good compromise. They, she helped them get ready and they went to the pretty and he stayed for a while and I think the rest of the friends understood that a little bit too they're like okay where's he going now who's he rehearsing with
0: yeah 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 can I just say I love Junkie Bondi oh
1: I do too he's so fun I need
0: more Junkie Bondi
1: oh he's so cute
0: we get there and we find out that Junkie just loves to use the bathroom And Neelam says they used to happen all the time when we were acting. We'd be ready for the shot, and as soon as the actor, uh, the director was about to say "action," Junky had to go use the bathroom. And she says, "Why did you do that, yeah. Junkie Why did you always do that?" And he said, "Well, I'd rather shit in a bathroom than shit on screen." Oh <laughs> my! <laughs> like, oh my God, I love him. He says how the bathroom is his private place; <laughs> nobody can bother him in the bathroom. <laughs>
1: But it, like
0: uh, toilet, ek prem kata. Yeah. <laughs> toilet, a love story. <laughs> it was amazing. He's so funny. <laughs> maheep invites them all to a beach cleanup, or rather, she signed them all up for a beach cleanup because Mahip <laughs> wants people around the world to know that these Bollywood wives care about climate. <laughs> they care about climate change. It's By like
1: cleaning up the beach one time. Yeah. <laughs> But at least they're yeah. not aware. They, I think they're bringing awareness to that or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, Maheep just goes, she just takes over and decides this is what they're going to do. And they're like, can you please not do that for us? Don't decide for us. Can you please ask yeah. us
0: when, what? Like, no, it has to be. And combined. she even says, she's like, I, I signed you twats up for this. I'm like, <laughs> good lord, Maheep
1: oh my god she uses twarts all the time she's like yeah <laughs> and then uh, uh she signs yeah. them up and they're they're like reluctant and she's like no no you have to come in the early in the morning and they're like and then bhavna says but i'm allergic to seafood she's like you're, picking up shit. you're not picking up fish. you're picking up shit. <laughs> like that makes it
0: better <laughs> uh, yeah you don't have to eat it you don't have to pick it up with your mouth Pubna. Yes. <laughs> so funny uh, and then the conversation goes to maheep says do you guys know what MILF means and she wants to know this because she said there's all this millennial lo- lingo that we should all know about like, it all cracks the, me out. out of the blue she just brings it up out of the blue like <laughs> out of the blue and who? Oh yeah, and who? Who points it out? Samir. Yeah. Samir is the one that yeah. points it out to say that this means, uh, mother. I'd like to fuck. Yeah. And Chunky is loving it. Yes. Chunky loves it. Chunky says, Chunky says, oh, I love it. He goes, meet my wife Milfi Pandey. <laughs>
1: Milky, Milky Pandey.
0: No, Milfi, Milfi Pandey. Milfie Pandey. So i funny. missed it i missed that oh my god that is so nice. yeah it was so funny and then they're like yeah but like how would you feel if somebody called your wife a uh, a milk and he looks at babna he goes hi. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is the equivalent
1: of <laughs> how you do it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's the equivalent of how you doing like it's so funny I love Chunky uh, Sanjay seems horrified
1: yeah but it was, almost seems like a fake horror yeah I don't
0: wanna... cause it's like Sanjay your wife just said it yeah, yeah. so like how horrified are yeah, you
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. Neelam was like his, his face started getting red he started getting upset he got uncomfortable
0: there was a particular term you pointed out too what did Sumir say about it that was so interesting
1: yeah, he said it's a value judgment.
0: So, Samir, he defends the term in that, yeah, it's just a term that you use. It's a compliment. It's not supposed to be some sort of a value judgment on you or the person that you're talking about. Yeah, and Junkie, Junkie's all on board. Yeah. He loves it.
1: Yeah. And that's true. He, he had a
0: bunch that's of mothers bunch that, he that he had his eye on. way
1: of putting it that it's not a value judgment. You don't have to make it into a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. It's just what it is, it's just what it stands for. And then that's fine. It's a compliment. And. And Sanjay is not having it. Like, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then, Sanjay's not having it. And that makes Amir feel uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: And Seema feels, Seema is like, no, I'm old fashioned. You're treating women as meat. And it's, well, no, nobody's making you feel, it's not, it's not like they're, calling you a MILF to degrade you. No. It's a whole other way of looking
0: It's a it. term, it's the idea of the word mother and F it's, being together right. in any other way besides the term like motherfucker yeah. just doesn't seem like appropriate to them. But it's also funny because they all are friends with Mahi <laughs> who calls everybody a motherfucker all the time. <laughs> so it's like what, you know, what's the difference right, here? Right. You know what I recently realized is, an, is the curse word Salah. Yes. Why Salah is a curse word? Yeah, because the relationship for a, a sala in in Hindi or in Urdu is your wife's brother. Right. So when you call somebody a sala, what you're uh, intimating is that you're you are fucking their sister. Right. That's a lot. Yes. Very intricate very intricate of a swear word, yeah, I have to say, yeah, yep. that's why it's like so funny to me that they're so horrified about like milf when like in Hindi, like, there's the most insane curse words, yes,
1: in Hindi, like in English, you don't have a sister fucker,
0: no, when in Hindi, you have a banchant, <laughs> yeah. Very common. It's very
1: common. They actually talk about you fucking your sister more than they do your mother.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's a it's very too.
1: There's a word for mother yeah, mother too, but then it's not used as often because mothers are revered, right? So, but yeah, which is I guess why the they're so upset so about milk Sisters, not so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, sisters, not so much. Whatever you could do, whatever you want to somebody's sister, right. but like. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, it just cracked me up that they were getting so, like, conservative and sensitive about it. But I think because Sanjay starts to feel uncomfortable, that's what they're saying is that because Sanjay feels uncomfortable and Samir is kind of, like, very casually defending it, that that's why Samir feels uncomfortable and then he has to leave.
1: Yeah, I had an elderly aunt who uh, who would curse us. And she's, so I'm from the South, so I don't even speak Hindi at home but she would curse and say "bancha" in hindi at Mm. everybody and she had i i I swear to this day i don't think she knew what it meant
0: that's amazing
1: i think she just thought it was a curse word but it just meant bloody or something like that but she didn't quite understand what that word meant and so she would just say it And, and i was like at one point like when I was a teenager I remember saying you know you do you know what that means because you keep cur- you keep calling us that
0: oh my god like, no, that's amazing I like
1: I, I was like uh please just just don't call us that
0: anymore. did this relative did this relative ever go to North India like to Mumbai no, when you were there and, she and was just like, that, she, she was it around
1: super educated she was a PhD when women weren't getting PhDs and she was she was awesome that way, and but she would yell at her students and yell at everybody, <laughs> and she would use the call them, them.
0: Motherfuckers. yes, <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, but
1: I swear, she I don't think she knew what that meant.
0: <laughs> so, when I was little, my dad cursed a lot, yeah, and um, so much so that when I was little, mm-hmm. I used to say I used to just point to people and call them Uluga <laughs> like for fun, <laughs> and my mom was like. She told my dad she was like, You need to stop because our sons never picked up on it, but our daughter did. <laughs> and it's so funny because like now I think back to it and Uluka Pata is like not really even a not bad way. Not even word. a bad way. It doesn't even make sense actually. Okay, so Ulu, Ullu in in Hindi or Urdu is an owl. An owl, yes. And owls are are revered in the Western culture as like smart. Yes. As intelligent. In India, not so much. They're idiots. idiots. So Ulu is like an idiot. And Parta is Uluga Parta literally means the student of an owl. And I'm like, in America, that's great. You're scholastic as fuck. (laughs) Like, Yes. That's not a bad word, but in Hindi, follower, it's like considered...
1: Uh, you follow the owl and so it's like yeah, you're you are yeah. in the dark, you're in the night, you don't have light. It's, it's a whole other implication, but it doesn't even mean... Yeah, it. It you're mean, a, a dummy. Dumb.
0: You're a dodo bird. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just means you're dumb. That's it.
0: <laughs> Another one is Kuttega uh, which also cracked me up because yeah, it means... It's a puppy. <laughs> it's a puppy. It means child of a dog. Yes. Child of a dog. And then the funniest thing was like my parents would say that to us. And I was like, are you calling yourself a bitch? What is happening? Yes. You did not think this through. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> because the curse words in India uh, in Hindi don't make sense when you convert them to English.
0: <laughs> no. And a puppy that sounds adorable. Yeah, what they're
1: saying is you're like a street stray dog, you're, not, yeah, you're stray, dog. you're worth nothing is what they're trying to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, but still a puppy. But it's still, still a puppy. A puppy.
1: <laughs> it just so makes, cute. It just makes you feel sad, a stray dog puppy. <laughs>
0: stray puppy, it's adorable. Yeah. So when you have these things, I guess they and I understand why they're so horrified by a term like "mom." I'd like to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that was
1: hilarious. But there's so many. Yeah, this is a good show, and I think the next thing that they'll do is the beach cleanup, right? So next episode would be the beach cleanup.
0: What um show should we do next? Because people have been asking what we're gonna do after we finish this one. We have
1: to figure it out. I don't know where to watch House of Ho. Somebody suggested House of Ho, but I haven't. I don't. I don't know if we, I have access to it. I have to figure that out i don't know if i have
0: hbo i thought house of ho was on netflix no
1: i thought it was on hbo max
0: no oh hbo maximum yes oh that's that's real intense intense yeah i guess i could go on bollywood wives and see what else pops up yeah. if, if there's anything worth yeah, it we'll, we'll, we'll figure
1: it out we still have a few episodes of this left we'll figure it out
0: yeah you know what we're not gonna watch indian matchmaking no Nope. No, too upsetting, too triggering.
1: Too triggering. I'm sure it is fun for others, but I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I don't want to watch it. It's, uh, it, it's stressful.
0: Maybe Family Karma will be back on soon. Yeah.
1: I think because they, were... they
0: were all really dressed up in their uh, Instagram stories, so I think that they think just they started do... doing interviews. I think they
1: love to dress up.
0: No, I, they were really glam. Oh, really? Yeah, that... I think they were. That wasn't on camera glam.
1: That wasn't for holiday parties or something.
0: Wow. I think it was for filming. Yeah, so they were definitely filming, and then they had shut down because somebody in the cat and the crew got COVID. Yeah. And then they started again. I think based on the looks, it looked like they were doing some confessionals. Hmm. Some interview outfits. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like that show too. Again, very innocent fun. They're not as mean or (laughs) over the top as the others. But um, so far, I enjoyed all of that. So yeah, I'm enjoying them. I am enjoying these women. I'm liking a I'm I'm becoming more and more a Maheep fan. And you know, I I'm have, all in
0: on Seema. And
1: I'm all in on Seema, yes. I am yeah. liking Neelam less and I'm liking Bhavna less. But yes. I'm liking uh um, you know, Maheep and Seema a lot more. Yes. And they, they I think they make a funny duo.
0: I think the reason why Maheep and Seema work with Neelam and Bhavna is because Neelam and Bhavna take themselves so seriously that it's just hilarious. And that's why them. they
1: get along well with each other too. Yes, understand exactly. what you know what the other person is saying. They're just so they just want to be so proper and not be seen as failures at
0: all. Well, that's it for this episode yeah. of The Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at The Reality Is. Bye. Bye.